I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost Podcast. Now, if you are a parent like me, you are staring down the barrel of the beginning of the new school year. And I don't know about you, but this always brings with it mixed feelings because while I absolutely love the slower pace of the school holidays and you know, not having to make the lunch boxes and not having to kind of compact my day into um, that sort of school hours and juggling the school after school activities and all of that sort of thing. There is also the other part of me that is really looking forward to just being able to get into some deeper work without having my kids bouncing around in the background. And I know that I I've got it a lot easier than than a lot of people because my girls are um, that bit older. I'm not dealing with toddlers or newborns or anything like that. In the spirit of keeping things real here and showing you the realities of what it takes to build a successful business, I wanted to bring one of my mates on here today to have a chat to you about what it's really really like to balance family and a growing successful business. Lisa Byrne and I have been mates for many, many years. Our working friendship predates children and marriages and all sorts of things. We worked together in kids television about 15 years ago, I think now, um, 15, 16 years. It was a long time. Anyway, it was a lifetime ago um, when we worked in that world together. Um, But the thing that Lisa was then and still is, was incredibly dedicated and hardworking when it came to her career. And she has, over the last few years, created a really successful business in anyone's terms. It's profitable. It's a service that is kind of recession-proof, COVID-proof, bulletproof, really. Um, She has people lining up wanting her service. She's got a solid pipeline of clients and work, and she's really fulfilled in the work that she does. So she runs a program called Ecom Grow Strong, and she is a marketeer from way back. Um, but something else that she is, which is of equal importance to her, and that is a really bloody great mum. And something that she's super transparent about is how she tries to balance her family and building a business. And she 
admits she doesn't get it right all the time. None of us do. But I think so often what we are presented with um, from a lot of people is that pristine um, Instagram-worthy life of, you know, gorgeously packed lunchboxes and wholesome meals and, you know, happy children in colour-coordinated outfits. And when your life does not look like that, it can sometimes be pretty tricky to find examples of people who are not doing so fabulously all the time. And it's the thing that I absolutely love absolutely one of the many things that I love about Lisa is that she keeps it real. So I've brought her onto the podcast today to talk about what it's really like to balance family and business. She talks about the challenges. She talks about the learnings. Um, she talks about what works and what doesn't. And the other thing I wanted to talk to her about as well is that she has done something that a lot of people dream about doing. She gave up her life in the city and had a sea change. And is, you know, spoiler alert, all the better for it. So she talks through that as well. So sit back and enjoy my chat with my friend, Lisa Byrne. Hello, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Michelle. I'm pumped to be here. You're one of my favourite people to chat to. Oh, Very thanks. Well, we have we have done a lot of chatting over the years. Um, mm-hmm. So as I, as I explained in the intro that you and I used to work together in our television days. So I would love, because I actually can't remember the answer to this question, you went from being a TV exec to running your own business. But what came first? Was it babies or business? baby and then uh-huh. um you know when he was like I know three or four months old it was like oh I might start a business and it looked very different <laughs> back then <laughs> were you on mat leave or had you left I left okay I I was actually working for a very uh high profile hospitality brand in Sydney oh, and I left that's after- right. yes oh and I, I- that little bit of your career. That's right. <laughs> and I actually sent out an email to my list about this the other day, but I picked up one day from that job. I literally walked out the door and never went back. Like I was yeah. six months pregnant and I was like, I'm out. This, I've had enough and yeah. I just never went back. Um, and I've never been back in an office since. That was six, years, six plus years ago. Wow. Wow. So, um, so how did it all come about? So obviously, you know, you walked out of that, Mm-hmm. environment which you know let's say it's definitely not conducive to um raising a family def- probably I'm sure they would probably argue that you know they provide flexibility and family yeah, friendly no. and all of that sort of thing but um that was not that, the case no. there so so how did your business come about like so when you said I'm I'm going to start a business like was what that was back then is that what you're doing now or yeah, did it evolve? No. Like do you want to just sort of Yeah, for sure. And that story. Yeah. Gosh, it's been so I haven't looked back on it for a while now. But um so Bowie was born and I started dabbling doing social media because that's kind of was all the rage back in two thousand and 
16. Yes. And then I had another baby, Missy, very quickly after. So um, she was about five months old when I I was actually inspired by another mum in my area who was running her own business. Uh And I was helping her with her marketing. And she was like, you need to do this for a business. And I was like, well, you're right. I did kind of start doing that. And then I had another baby and, oh, I've got my brain cells back. So... (laughs) You know, and it was, she was only five months old and Bowie was, I don't know, two and a bit. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have really been starting a business when they're that young, but that's a whole other podcast story. Yeah. But I did um, because I wanted that creativity and that, you know, income coming in. But more for me, it was about my self-identity. I'd always worked. I'd always been creative. I always loved to help and do and achieve, Mm. um, sometimes to my detriment. So I started my business. Back then it was called Messy Bun Marketer because I was a mum and I had a messy bun Mm -hmm. and it's evolved since then. Um, But I was basically helping women with product-based businesses do their marketing. So I was helping, helping them with their implementation. So social media and email campaigns, um, and but it evolved so much from that. So they were paying me very, very small amount for actually restructuring their entire brand and marketing and business. And I could see how much money I was making for them. And I was like, okay, so I'm clearly undervaluing myself. And you know, this is this isn't exactly satisfying financially or you know, time-wise, because I was like beyond busy yeah so it was around that time where I was like okay this isn't working I'm not earning enough enough and then I came across a business coach and she helped me um, package my service into more of a high ticket offering so like a three to six month coaching at first it was implementation and it slowly evolved to coaching because I realized I love the helping and the guiding kind of I was playing to my strengths and before I knew it I was a coach and it's not something that I ever envisaged I would be doing. Yeah it's funny how those yeah because my business went on a similar sort of path in that you know you go from being the hands-on person and doing all of the doing and then going yeah and then sort of going at that more strategic level um, which is you know where you can offer so much more value I think so because it's value. your brain it's your brain so and you t- you touched on um like the the example of, of the woman that you were, were working with because I feel like um there isn't enough examples of women doing like what we want to do I think we feel I think we see the extremes like we see mm-hmm. women who have like those small and you know this is not being derogatory but the, the cottagey sort of home-based crafty sort of businesses at you know at, to use that word that drives me you know I don't like mumpreneur mm-hmm. um, and then we have the powerhouses you know the ones who you know have got the slew of staff Staff. and nannies and cleaners and husbands in their businesses and all of that sort of thing and I like did you feel like there were enough examples or are you trying to you know doing what you're doing to be the example yeah that's such a good question I think when I first started out there was and probably more so now but there was a million what I perceived as like the pink cute young millennial social media brands and I knew when I first started out building my own brand I I wanted to be the opposite of that yeah you know and and I think that's kind of how I 
created my brand awareness because I wasn't doing what everybody else was doing. I was saying sometimes the opposite of what everybody else was doing. And I kind of did that on my own for a while. Um, And then, yeah, you see the, you know, the Marie for Leos of the world. And, you know, now we've got Australian versions of that, which is really exciting. Mm. And still I catch myself comparing myself to them um, going, oh yeah, well, I could retire my partner into my business. And yeah, I probably do need to buy you know an office space and like or hire a team and and it's you've got to catch yourself because you think I do I want any of that and mm. and I'm going through that at the moment completely like getting ahead of myself yeah you know being successful in air quotations and then going oh crap you know I'm stressed about school pickup I'm stressed about packing lunches is this what I wanted to create no how do I wind it back yeah. and it's this constant state so yeah there is there's the there's for me there's like the the shiny glossy entrepreneurs and then there's the the big powerhouses and I'm somewhere in between like yeah I'm very happy with where I'm at I could definitely improve in systems and processes and all that kind of thing and yeah sure earn more but at what cost so it's a constant juggle, really. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's and you're so right about, you know, the the, the different um, women that we are exposed to. And it's something that I talk a lot um, with my clients about. It's like, what is success for you? Like, you know, because we all hear that, you know, build a million dollar business mm-hmm. and, you know, work four hours a week and all of those things. And it's like, and I love what you've said there. It's like, yes, but at what? cost and um so you touched on some of the challenges of Mm. of building a business while raising a family what what have been some of the some of the things that you've because you know your kids were young and you have as you said you've had them quite close together so that is that's no joke like that's a lot so what 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 would you say is some of the biggest challenges that you've come up against it's I guess like what it comes down to is mum guilt. It's, yes. you know, yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I know I could go and have a million dollar business, you know, I want to say pretty easily at this point in time. Yeah, I think you absolutely um, could. You, yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I know you and you have the potential to for sure. Yeah, I would just like there's like one or three things I would put in place to actually make that happen. But what would happen to my family life? You know, my partner, he's got a corporate job. He goes into Sydney maybe three or four times a week. It wasn't like that in COVID. So COVID was actually a godsend to our business, my business well, and our family. For a lot of families, a lot yeah. of families said the same thing because no one was commuting. No. So, yeah. so now he's gone from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And, and it's made me realise, okay, f- we you know we can't can, we can't go back to where we were because mm. we've moved on from that so mm. yeah now it's like mum guilt mum juggle support like we don't have any grandparents near us we don't have um, nannies or babysitters or, or family so yes. it's just him and I mm. so we've got to come together and figure out a better plan of attack and that is you know it's not marketing strategies it's not really business development for us and mostly from other women it's about making life and work come Blend. together yeah and it is it yeah. is hard and it's a big that is that is a big factor for it's a big issue for mm. for a lot of women who are wanting to build successful businesses yeah 
but they're still, you know, whether we like it or not, we, we're not just going to, you know, lock our kids out in the backyard and, and leave them to fend for themselves. I mean, <laughs> I'm tempted sometimes, I, let me tell you, but we, but you know, it's, it, it, we can't do no. that. And that's where, you know, I do get like, um, you know, when you have people who are up on very high pedestals on their soapboxes saying, just do this, just do that. And it's like, um, you could just come and come and live at my house for, for, a couple of days and see what it's really like. So yeah, I think there is things, you know, and I, and I, and I know, cause I, you know, I was watching your Insta stories. Um, I think it was last week when you, when you put that SOS call out, yeah. it was like, what does everyone else do here? And as you and I were talking um, before we started recording, it's about normalizing that like it is hard. It does require, you know, difficult conversations and negotiations with your partner if you have one you know like there's there are like in my situation where I have no one else to to lighten the load in my house like no other adult then that's another that so there's just but it's this lack of visibility of these yes will seem to glide through and usually it's not until they you know a a full-blown nervous breakdown or their businesses imploded or whatever and then you hear the story of yeah oh well actually things were really bad and it's like well, why are you making things look like they're not like yeah or like, they turn it into a podcast or a course how I turn my burnout <laughs> into a six-figure business it's like we are not helping doing that you know <laughs> not what is helping and I have you know people comment and and say you know that have observed like thank you for showing that your kitchen is messy. And because, you know, you compare it to this is the other thing. There's probably women in business that don't have children Mm. or there's women in business that have older children. And I think when you've got that primary high school aged kids, Mm. you know, it's a whole different ballgame. They rely on us. Um, And then there's your partner who have his or her, their own career goals too. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, we do need to have a little bit more honesty around what these challenges look like, what we're actually earning, yes. uh, how we're actually feeling, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, and the support. You know, do, uh, do they have cleaners? Do they have yes. um, a team of five people? Mm. You know, have they reached their success by spending $100,000 on Facebook ads? Yep, yep. Exactly. And, and you know, you and I get to know that because yes. we're in the inner workings of our clients' businesses. And that's why, I mean, that was my motivation for starting this podcast. It's like I, I get to see all the, the, the inner workings, the secrets, the how they really, really do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not all that sort of, yeah, the smoke and mirrors that, that are, are yeah. present. To, to the rest yeah. of the world so um yes yeah, so thank you for for keeping it real Lisa and you do wow. like you know if anyone that's following along on Instagram you do keep it very real and I love that I really really but you've always been like that you've yeah been like, you know well, I, I don't show my um you know my monthly mental breakdowns I keep that <laughs> I reserve that for my lovely partner you know the crying in the kitchen after the kids have gone to yeah. bed at 9 30 you know yeah, <laughs> everything yeah yeah yeah. but I guess it's all part of it it's that it's 
uh, you know, not champagne problems, but it's a privilege that we get to have a business and we get to, um, yeah, try this, but it's not without putting, you know, sacrificing. That's right. Having a business, having a platform, helping other women, it's come with a sacrifice as well. So, you know, it's we could have chosen something, an an easier path, but Mm -hmm. we didn't because I think as an entrepreneur, and you know this, like, you don't, I don't, you don't have a choice. Like it's within you. It's, yeah. it's either, you've either got it or you don't. And I was having this conversation with my partner, Russell. I was like coming to my business today. He's like, some people don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Some people are risk adverse and yep. that's, you know, and I was so yeah, you've got to accept this, but yeah, oh, the journeys, yeah. the ups and downs. It's true. So what about the ups? What about the yeah. highlights? What have been some, like just the, some of the highlights of, of doing this and oh. raising a family at the same time? It's so bloody good. Like, you know, it's, it is worth, it's worth it. Like there's the creativity, um, I guess in control as well. Like you can control how you spend your days, how you feel, who you work with, which is a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that my business coach taught me, like how to see the red flags, red flag clients and choosing and attracting the ideal ones. And it, and it's absolutely possible. So anyone listening who wants to ditch dodgy clients, totally possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's the creativity and, and, and control. Like I can do pick up and drop off if I wanted to. I share that sometimes with my partner if he's home. Um, but then there's like the privilege of seeing women you know spread their wings and do amazing things like if you followed me on Instagram you know I'm a bit of a feminist um and we are built on tough stuff and we are so gifted with like okay and natural gifts are building communities so brands and social media and telling your story that get to see and help women do that um obviously increase their profits so going from a garage packing orders to huge warehouses like this is so cool to see that and to play a very small part in it they do all the hard work I'm I just can kind of see everything from a helicopter view that they potentially can't and Mm. I guide them in the right direction and make better decisions and come up with some fun ideas that that's the cool part helping Yeah. yeah it is it's so fulfilling I couldn't agree with you more and like what you said like you can't not do it and I can't not do this now like that's it like I just cannot imagine doing anything else for anybody else now um there's yeah so what do you think like in terms of if your success what do you think is like the most impactful thing that you've done for, for your business success yeah, it's definitely niching. Yeah. So um, pick, you know, and it's a process. You can't just wake up one day and go, oh, this is what I'll do. Like you've yeah. literally got to test it. Mm-hmm. And that is probably number two, um, niching and validating what you do through literally hours and hours of talking and working with your client. Like, and this is what I think you get from some working with someone like you and I, mm-hmm. we've been around the ring or whatever it's called um you know for many box. yeah yeah <laughs> like you know I've been doing marketing for 21 years or whatever I've been working with my target market for four years and before I worked with my target market I spent I interviewed probably uh, 50 women on over the phone for about an hour like over a series of six months like I, I knew what they wanted 
inside and out and I got into their business and I helped with them I helped them with it before I you know started being a coach because you can't help someone unless you truly know the pain that they're sitting in and having to and getting your hands dirty and all that kind of thing so niching down thankfully in in my sort of category I was early to the market so e-commerce and Shopify stores probably didn't explode until really COVID Mm. before that it was very popular but it it was still in its early days but Mm. in the past two years it's absolutely boomed so there's probably a dozen more people like me in Australia that have come out during COVID but I was new to it Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said before I could have I could have had a million dollar business by now but I don't think it was some. I, it's not something that I wanted. Went with a, you know, they're now four and six. Yeah, they've, they've grown with the business. So, yeah, niching and absolutely knowing the struggles of your customer, your, yeah. your client. Yeah, and is there something that something that you wish that you didn't have to learn the hard way? Like you know, in mm. terms of major setback or not even major, but just yeah, the lessons. I guess trust is a big one, you know, like, um, and and I've seen it from both sides. I've been, you know, people have broken my trust, like in terms of people you hire, they're saying that they're one thing, but they're not. So it's wasted money, but it's broken trust as well. Yeah. And that can hold you back because you, you don't want to do, make the same mistake again, but also my clients, you know, they, they've been ripped off by, you know, I don't know, Facebook experts in quotation marks or whatever it is. So, um, you know, unfortunately, we are going to get burnt. But if you can do your due diligence, ask for ref- referrals, like dig into who they've worked with before, what did they think of them, check. You know, and I think a lot of the time as women, we want to trust and we, yeah. and we feel, you know, that we're overstepping boundaries if we ask more questions but don't feel mm-hmm. like that. It is mm-hmm. absolutely your right to have full transparency before you sign anything or before you pay anything. Yeah, yeah, agreed. That's that's really, really good advice and so important. So, um, so speaking of advice, um, yeah. so there was someone who's listening to this who's thinking of stepping away from, you know, the unfamily friendly world of, you know, maybe corporate um, to start their own business. What advice would you give them? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so understand what what you do, what you want. Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got to figure out what are you ridiculously good at what can you do with your eyes closed and what would you love to do every day day in day out and and lean into that Mm -hmm. and um you know try it on figure out what you want to do by um you know uh, researching journaling even um getting over your own uh, mindset garbage as well um that is a process that's not going to happen overnight so you know, we often hide behind brands or we don't, we're not stepping into our true potential and true power because we're holding, you know, you know, trauma from the corporate world or whatever yep. that may be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's stepping into what you're truly gifted at and recognizing them. And a lot of the time, because it feels so easy, we don't yeah. recognize it as a true talent or skill that people yeah. will pay a lot of money for. Yes. Yeah. That's so, it's so true. I mean, I I had to work on that with a coach when I left, um, you know, when I left TV land because I had, I was so, 
um, disconnected mm-hmm. from what those things that held value for other people. So, you know, I was having the conversation and she'd say, but what about this? What about that? I'm going, people aren't going to pay me to do that. And she's like, yes, they will, yeah. Michelle. Yes, they will. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because just because it's easy for us doesn't it doesn't mean that it's easy for other people. And exactly. that's why yeah, exactly. that's why they pay, they pay us. Now on something completely non-business related, but something yeah. that you've done that is a dream for a lot of people is you made a sea change with your family um, a few years ago. Could you just tell us how that came about? Because, and you know, is the fantasy as good as you thought it would be? Absolutely. Yeah. So we were, we were in a unit in the thick of North Sydney. We were like our lounge room sign looked out on the Domino's pizza sign from across the Pacific (laughs) Highway, like, you know, living the dream, um, traffic noise. And we had our first baby. And I think I I remember my, I can't remember. I think it was my mum was saying like, yeah, you may be able to own a house one day in Sydney, but I, you know, I doubt it. And I was like, well, crap, you know, why? uh, Yeah. Thanks mum. She's always encouraging. Um, And so I was like, okay, I've got to make a plan. And you know what it's like when you've got something in your head, you just make it happen. So Mm -hmm. we looked at the Central Coast, um, looked at a few places. We bought a a rundown 100-year-old fibro shack right near the water, Mm -hmm. you know, location, location. Um, And we lived in a a rundown old shack and had the, the kids in it for like maybe four years and then we renovated it. So, I mean, if I had my time again, I'd knock it, knock the, thing down and just build a new house but we've got a beautiful beach house um by the water we've got lovely friends lots and lots of sydney ciders like covid has just brought so many sydney ciders up here so it's a lovely lovely place on the central coast um highly recommend sea change or a tree change get out of the city change your pace yeah just do it you know you know yeah. What have you got to lose? And that's the brilliance of of having your own business is that freedom to work from anywhere. And I mean, you are because have you got international clients as well as Australia? Some, yeah. I try to keep it to Australia just because of time zones. Yeah, yeah. But just you know, to be able to build the the business that you had, because you probably wouldn't have been able. I mean, you know, not putting words in your mouth, but do you reckon you would have been able to build this? while living in Sydney and paying, you know, for a Sydney mortgage and yeah. all kind of thing? I, I don't think it would have happened because mm-hmm. I know there was a part of me when I left Sydney, it was um, running away a little bit from the corporate trauma that I wow. had to completely detach myself from that life, you yeah. know, being nowhere near the city because it, it yeah. created that much stress and anxiety. Wow. Um, so I was like, okay, cut the cut the cord and then I realized that yeah with that distance came a lot of relief and you know you could start to get your confidence back a little bit um yeah and and yeah start start building the business bit by bit like it was it was slow it's been about four years that's probably not slow but um yeah just start somewhere yeah and the female entrepreneur community up you know up on the central coast where you are is is thriving I mean some of the you know some very big names are are based up there and uh you know living their best life so yeah it's a beautiful beautiful part of 
of the country and a lot of my family live there too. So no, I think it's amazing that that you did what you did. It's really inspirational. And, and you know, that's why I got you on here today, Lise, was just because, you know, we can't be what we can't see. And I think it's really, really important to show women examples of other women who are succeeding on their own terms. And that's absolutely what you've done. So um, before you go, one thing that I ask all of my guests is to share something that they've like read or watched or listened to that will give our listeners either a bit of a life boost or a business boost. Um, have you, what have you got to share with us? What have you, what have you been yes. consuming other than bluey? Yeah. <laughs> um, one book that I absolutely love, and it's only $10 on Amazon, I think. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the author's name, but it's called The Brain Audit. Oh. And if, yes. And if you're into marketing, messaging, um, how to attract and or attract um, the right customer, the right client by using, you know, uh, problem focused copy rather than benefit focused copy so it's actually shifting it on its head yep. um go read the brain audit uh, okay. if you're a bit of a marketing nerd burger like me you'll absolutely love it fantastic i'll put the link to that in the show notes so lise where can everyone get more of you in their oh. lives how can we connect with you well, I've got a podcast called the E-Commerce Marketing Society. Um, I've also got a free Facebook group by the same name. Mm -hmm. And my website is lisaburn.com.au and that's B-Y-R-N-E. And if there's any product-based businesses listening, I've got a course, my course launching in February or January, I should say. Um, what date? Have you got uh, a date I, yet? I don't have a date. Okay, but right. But by there the time will be this a date out, the time yeah. it comes out and we'll, yeah. we'll link back to that yes um, that's cool show notes and what's the course just give us a little give us your elevator pitch oh yes well it's for um it's a 10-week course but it's more than just a course it's a live coaching as well so you get weekly live coaching calls with me plus this time i'm having industry experts come in um eight modules of all the foundational marketing that you need to know and do to you know hit those uh 10 20 50k months in your business and, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. This is the third time I've been running it. It's so much fun. It's 10 weeks and it's called Ecom Grow Strong. Yeah. Brilliant. Awesome. So we will link back to all of that in the show notes. Lisa Byrne, thank you so much for being my guest on the podcast today. It's been great chatting to you. Thank you, Michelle. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.